alright. Hi, hello people, welcome back to episode 2 of the Glovers for the Win podcast. And today we're going to be speaking about more topics, but with two new additions to the podcast. It's Toby and Noah. Hello. Welcome guys. Hello. <laughs> alright, so the first topic we're going to be speaking about is Darren Sile. I'm going to go first. What a man. Tell you, tell everyone what I think of Darren Sile. A very good manager, and I think he's really turned around the team this season. I have high hopes for having Darren as our manager because obviously he worked at Stevenage from 2016 to 2018, and I don't think he, he did an all right job there. But overall, I think he's really done an amazing job. So, Noah, what do you think about him? Well, I think that he's a good manager, and coming from Stevenage. Uh, <laughs> I was messing with this um, Coming from, uh, it was quite a good team, and I think that we should keep him for a while because if he's quite he's, experienced, yeah, he's quite experienced, and then he's brought in uh, quite a lot of players. And even though we were down into the national league, I think he's he 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 puts. I think he's he he he's going to help the team get back up through the leagues in the next couple of years. He's know. bringing some hope. Yep. Yeah. All right, Toby. No, I have to agree, really, with what you say. He's a, you know, a great manager, a lot of experience. I mean, all players, they, they like him, don't they? So Yeah. You know, he's brought in good players. You know, Wilkinson. He's kind of brought hope to the Oval fans. He's, he, yeah, he's transformed the club, really. Yeah, mm. yeah Jamie? Yeah, I think the same as all of you. I think he's 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 had a really good season. I think, especially with him, he's got a really good connection with the fans. Yeah. And the players as well. Yeah, and the players. And it's mm-hmm. like, and with all the people he's brought in, like Dick Wilkinson, he's really like showed that he's a top manager in the National League. Mm. Yeah, so moving on to the next topic, which is what we think about the youth team. Noah? Well, I don't know too much about the youth team, but. Yeah, same. If. if oh, you I don't know. If you think about the Oval team right now and how many um, players that have came up, like quite a lot of players that have came up through the ranks that we look at now and they're like in like a few players are in the team now or like on the bench or something. I think the youth team is quite good. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about it because I don't really know that much. Yeah, oh. I've done some research and looking at the youth team, I think they've got what we need. They've got a good, experienced keeper yeah. called Casper something surname. I don't understand it, or Casper. And, yeah. yeah, it's just, that's what we need right now. We need a keeper, so, yeah. Yeah, Toby? Yeah, I do know quite a lot of the youth. Obviously, we've got Gabriel Rogers. He's, he's came through the ranks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Declan Rose. Uh, yeah, he's sometimes getting a few, uh, you know, substitutions off the bench. But yeah, if they're if they're going out through the ranks, seventeen, eighteen years old, they might, you know, be playing a few over one day, going out yeah. alone. Uh, yeah, impressing. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah, I think we've got a bright future with the uh, with the youngsters. I feel like lots of the over players have come up through the ranks. Nothing, <laughs> but with Darren, he's he's the person. He's a manager who's going to give them time. 
it's going to give them time to progress and he will it will give them chances so that's mm. quite good and hopefully in a couple of years he'll be um or they'll be top class and starting mhm starting each game yeah yeah so moving on to the next topic of most overrated player so with this one we i i it took me a few minutes to think about this, but I I went for Liam O'Brien. I think he's a keeper that is a bit overrated. He makes some good saves, yeah, but it's he's just not a top keeper for me. So yeah, yeah. Jamie, um, I think Lee Collins. Yeah, I feel like he he's not for he's me. given he's given a lot of chances by Darren, and he's not really taken any of those chances. I feel like he's he's not very quick, which kind of want a quick quick defense. So in case of a counter attack, so yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, Noah. Well, I think I agree with Jamie actually because of Lee, Lee Collins. Like like he said, he he makes some good tackles and he's he's getting given too much of a chance by Daryl. Like Daryl um believes in him, but like it's good to believe in like a good. A little defender, but like Jamie says, he has no pace. And well, and if like there's a quick team on the counter attack, like say if if they go back into League Two, and it's like a quick team that are in first on the counter attack, and they're about to concede, like you don't really want a slow defender. So yeah, I agree with Jamie. Hmm. Yeah, Toby. Well, it's, it's, I was I was thinking about this just then, but I've got to go Craig Alcock. Yeah, yeah. Just because you know he's he's loyal to the club. He's been there for like what ten years. He went yeah. back, came back to us this season, but well, last season actually, he's not been that good. I don't think people think he's a good right back. Now he got a lot hurt, and he's kind of you know shut him up. Yeah, he get he uh, gets quite a few red cards as well. Place. Yeah, and uh, I mean the the game he played this season, they were they were pretty average. But I think people think you know too much yeah. of him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on to the most underrated player, I'm gonna have to go. I think it's it's a tie between for me with Carl Dickinson because he doesn't get all the goals, but he yeah. he's still a vital player. But then yeah. I had to go with Charlie Lee. People rate yeah, him, yeah. but they don't rate him enough. Like they don't rate him enough because he yes. he wins he, even though he's like very short. He wins all the headers. Yeah. He's yeah. he works up and down the pitch. Yeah, so for yeah. me, he's a, a class player. So, all right, Toby. Mine is a uh, gold on Mateo. Yeah, because yeah. personally, I think he's a class player. Not many people think he's good because he hasn't given the chance. You know, he scored his debut two goals against Halifax, and yeah. he yeah. then got a joint injury. And when he came back, he got a red card, and no one's really seen much of him. And then everyone's calls him rubbish because they've never seen him. And I think he's a great player. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like he's huge. He can control the ball well. He's got a bit of pace about him. Yeah, he came yeah. from Berry League One, and so yeah. yeah, I think I think he's the most underrated. Yeah, Noah. Well, I agree with Zabby because the last few games, me and Zabby went to go watch a few Yeovil games like near the end of the season, and Zabby was saying he's very small, but he wins like all the headers like if you think about it how tall 
some of our players are and you think how small he is. You you wouldn't expect him if you didn't watch any Yeovil games or didn't like see them on TV or anything or like on your phone. You wouldn't expect him to win any headers. So yeah, yeah agree with Xavi on that one. Yeah, Jamie. Um, my one might be a bit of a controversial one, but my, in my opinion, I think Courtney Doofus. I feel like sometimes he doesn't get the praise he deserves. Like. Murphy usually gets all of the praise for scoring the goals, but sometimes there's like Duffus is always there with him, the dynamic duo, <clears throat> and they're and they're always like he's. Lots of the time he gets uh, quite a few assists, and he doesn't get the praise for for the assists and and the goals that he scores. That's what I think. Yeah. I know what you mean, but that could be controversial. So message yeah. us on Instagram at Glovers for the win and tell us what you think about that one. All right, moving on to the best player performance. I'm going to go first once again. And I've had to go with um, Romeo Hutton against Wrexham. Yeah. Me and Noah went to watch this match. I've been, I was watching loads of matches and then I was like, let's bring Noah along for one. And then I found another friend. And then we went to this game. The crowd was pretty good, but then we were just watching Romeo Hutton. You sh- you could have just been sat down with the popcorn, just watching him, just relaxing. The way he, his, he would curl his ball, balls in, what well, it's like Premier League, he would run yeah. down, jink past a few players, and then just cross the ball in, and they'd be perfect yeah. every time. Just annoying that Courtney Dufus and I think it was Mark Richards couldn't get on them. But yeah, yeah. I have to go Romeo Hutton. So, Jamie. Yeah, I'm. I think I might go for uh, uh, Courtney Duffus against Torquay away. So I, I watched the highlights of that match earlier, and I saw he scored a cracking first goal, and then he he led the counter attack for the second one, and I feel it was, it was very uh, unselfish of him to square it to Murphy. But mm. of the highlights I saw, I think. He played really well, and he had quite a lot of chances in that match. So, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, Noah? Well, it sounds like I'm just copying what Gabby says, but I agree with him. Because the game, I actually haven't watched a few of the highlights, like Jamie was saying, but the game that I went to go watch, Romeo Hutton, it was, it was right, amazing. Every time he would get the ball, even if he would mess up, he would, like, sprint his bum off. To get yeah, and he would all the time. He would get there, even if he didn't get the ball. He would like make a challenge or something, and he would yeah give it to another. Yeah, his, his class. Crosses with each. It was there every single time. So yeah, yeah. Toby. I'll probably do first at home to Torquay because you know he's got that trick. And as Jamie says, he doesn't get the praise. I actually agree with him there. I don't think people rate him as much as Reese Murphy where he's been just as good, I think. I mean, you can yeah. say he hasn't scored as much goals, but yeah. But yeah, that, that game was brilliant, you know. Three, three yeah. goals. Yeah, he's got a lot of assists as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the worst player performance Um, with this new topic. I'm going to have to go Mark Richards in, I think it was, it could have been the Wrexham game. He, uh, yeah. Ball would be, yeah, ball would be put through. He wouldn't make it, but that's just his pace. A ball be crossed in, he has an open header, he would always miss it. He would have a shot on goal, he would always miss it. He he just was not on point. He was a waste of space on the pitch that whole time. 
in that yeah. game. He just was not on for me. Yeah, Toby? I've got to go for Chris Dagnall against Torquay. You know, mm. why, why are you stamping on the goalie, mate? Like, for real. <laughs> like, we're 10 minutes in, you're, you've already you've already been sent off. I mean, the lads, lads are brilliant on that day, but Chris Dagnall just off it. Yeah, just no need for it. Yeah, well, yeah. What's the yeah, the whole pu- the whole performance was. I don't. I don't even care if he said anything mean to him, but no clue what he was thinking. There's mm. no point in doing that either. It's like, I mean, yeah. we don't know what happened, at, like in reality, but no need to stamp yeah. on someone. Yeah, Jamie, as you were speaking, then carry on. You should. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. have to agree with Toby on this one. With Daniel <laughs> against Torquay, I just feel like. It was like it's so it was so stupid because like he knows as soon as he does that he knows he's gonna get in trouble. Yeah, it's just no. Yeah, he's just, it's just like, so stupid. Like, what what's the point? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's so so stupid. Yeah, Noah. Well, I think it was Stuart Nelson or um or um or Liam O'Brien. But I think it was Liam O'Brien, and he was in goal against Wrexham. Like it was, unpre- it was a clean sheet. But I feel bad he got injured. But I remember watching him. He 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 had a horrible game. I remember, like I never. You might not agree with me here because of you. Will... Yeah, he he bowled a ball out to their player from one of their goal kicks. He was lucky that he that he um he um redeemed himself after that. But still, and then. He went off and got injured, and I was like, "Well, so you right? No, not like that." But like, he was having a rub. <laughs> I think we subbed on Stuart Nelson straight after that because yeah. we were just because he just came back from injury. Yeah, but yeah, we, have, we apologize, Liam. Yeah. If you're watching, probably aren't, but yeah. yeah. Liam O'Brien. Yeah. So. On to this one. I'm going to speak first for the owner. We're going to speak about Scott Priestnell. So, obviously, there's not much to speak about because he's not one of the people that is in, the, like, the like one of the players. He's not, like, one of those because you don't see him every week and see him play. But yeah. with Scott Priestnell, there's a lot of owners that go to watch a game a season of their team. They don't, they don't like the team. They're just in there for the money. But Scott Priestnell, I don't know if he even, like, Comes from Yeovil or something like that. He doesn't, I don't think. But he still, he still, he like likes Yeovil. I don't think he's in it just for the money. He likes yeah. Yeovil, and he's like, yeah. he's a he's a good owner for me. Yeah, Noah. Well, I th- I think he's and I think so, and I think he um he's I I don't think I don't like him that much because I think he came into the club and he was he was in, in America he. He puts money into the club. Of course, not that much because we're a national league sign, but a national league, a la- national league team. Um, but he puts money into the club. But I think that, like Zabby was saying, I don't, I don't think he likes the club as much as like everyone else does. I think he like, I don't think he's in it for the money because that just doesn't sound very nice. But I just mean like, I don't think he's he's like a very good owner, like. Compared to all the other ones, like everything else about Yeovil, obviously I love like the fan base and everything. But the owner, I think, we only like re- like recently, maybe like half a year ago or a year ago, got a new owner, didn't we? <laughs> I, don't, I think the other uh, the other owner we had uh, ages ago was um, 
worse, but this one, I don't think he ain't. Is it? He isn't in it for the money, like I already said. But he isn't. Definitely. Yeah. So, Toby. I mean, I kind of disagree with Noah there. I think obviously he's put a fair bit of money in, and I do think he likes the club. He's actually got passion, unlike yeah some owners who just don't care and just do the business side of it. But I think he's 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 changed our club so much. Cause he's a fan as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he changed last season. Our it was just shambles, wasn't it? Our, yeah. our owner didn't care. Fry, he was no one. No one liked the club. Liked him. Everyone wanted him out, bringing banners to the games. So mm. I think he's changed our club. Put a bit of money in. And he's brought. He's got a good team with him as well. well good manager. I'm gonna change my. Yeah. I think. I think he is a good owner. This is what you guys are with this for me. He's a, he's, a, he's a good owner, but I think I still stand in my point that I don't I don't like him. But right, okay. Jamie. Yeah, I agree with what you and Toby have said. I think he, what I've seen of him, he looks very passionate about the club. And I think, I think, if we get higher up the league, he'll, he'll probably invest more money into it. And Darren's spending that money quite well. Yeah. yeah what I've seen of him, he looks very passionate. And mm. I think he goes to most of the games, and that's what you want from from yeah. the owner. You want someone who's loyal to the club. And yeah. All right. Moving on to the favourite chant, I have to go with the Albi Scandi chant. I love it. It sticks in your head. It's a very good charm. And, yeah, I think Albus Gendy loves it as well. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, all right. Noah? Well, well copying Zavi again, but Albus Gendy's charm, you, you, you can fault it. Like, when, when we go to school, like, it's still in my head. Like, say we go watch a Yeovil game at three o'clock on Saturday. Um, we go to school on Monday and for the rest of the week it's stuck in the head just like, oh, we just go there. that's all we're doing. So, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Jamie? Uh, I like Albie Scandi's one, but I think I've got to go with Ale, Ale, Ale. So I just think... Yeah, we've conquered. They always do it at the end of the game and to see the connection between the players the play and the fans. Yeah. It, I mean, it, like, the atmosphere is incredible as well. Even if you're like you're one of the parents and you, you're just driving your kid to the game and you don't actually support the oval, you're you still want to sing to that and like you you want to get out of your seat and start bouncing. Like yeah. I'm normally at the barrier, but you're just bouncing and singing along. It's it's amazing, Jamie. What? Oh, Toby. <laughs> I, <just talked. laughs> I mean. There's there's a lot in there. There's the uh, Ale Ale To the football league we go. Yeah, I don't really like that one, but I do. Yeah, people can. I got to go Ali Skendi though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been outvoted here, lads. Come on, because <laughs> everyone knows it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the first time I went to a year, it wasn't the first time, but the first time in a while I went to a Yeovil match, and I was like, I never heard that chant before. And like, you already know it. I knew all the words. Yeah, like the first time you hear it, you just remember it. Yeah. Just clicks in your head. That's the only oh. time when I'm singing football chants, my dad allows me to swear. <laughs> yeah, moving on to the worst chant. Let's go with Toby this time. The one where they it's still like it's hard to explain. It's the one where they like 
spell it out. They go like Y A O V. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we sound that? Why? Do we hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like when they're doing that. I believe that we will win. It's not as bad as that one, but it's still shocking. Yeah, I think. Do we all agree on that then? Yeah. Alright, moving on to the next one. Right, moving on to Huish Park. I'm gonna speak again. <laughs> so it's just like right now we we're not focusing on getting a bigger thing because we honestly don't need it. We're averaging around two thousand eight hundred and sixty six fans a game, yeah. and we have nine thousand. We have like a nine thousand capacity. So why yeah. is that? There's no need for us to make it bigger. But I think we need something to make it more modern. I know it's like iconic Hewish Park, but like you want to keep it modern. So like maybe like uh, refurbish the seats. You need something refurbished just to make it like a new modern. Yeah. yeah so uh, let's go, with Jamie. Yeah, I mean it's just an iconic stadium, my opinion. Seen seen a lot of highs, seen a lot of lows. But I think mm-hmm. maybe. I'm not sure what the stand is called. The stand where they don't they don't really use it. Not exactly that's right. not the tamborino. Um, what's the other one called? It's the one behind the goal, not the flatches. Just the away end. Oh, oh, yeah, the away end. Yeah, the away end. I think, I think the Yeovil fans would use it because usually, when because when <laughs> I went, I think I went, I went when Yeovil played Halifax. And the only fans, they were sitting in the far corner. Yeah, but when you played mm. like, of the tamborino end, Torquay, they filled yeah. up half of it, so. Yeah. And they can't guarantee how many people I are going to I feel like throw. maybe make that a bit bigger. In my maybe. opinion. Yeah. All right, Toby. Obviously, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a great stadium. Obviously, the, the iconic green and white seats and Thatcher's gold stand. But then they could put a roof on yeah. the away end. <laughs> be a bit nicer. And absolutely drenched. I mean, it is quite funny, but for them. <laughs> that, Toby, don't be that nice. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah, but we'll make sure it's like Wembley, where you can put the roof on and off. So when the Torquay fans come, we'll just take it off. I don't think we have <laughs> the, the finances for that just yet. But... <laughs> yeah. All right, Noah. Well, I think Park is, like everyone's already said, it's an iconic stadium for Yeovil especially because of like Jamie said loads of highs loads of other lows um um, I think there's only not necessarily a bad thing about it but when you first come into the stadium it looks quite nice I I think Uh, because it's not like a massive stadium because it's not one of the Premier League club stadiums it's just like a nice small stadium but like you know when you go get your tickets and stuff expand that to be a bit bigger i don't know why but it's just it's so small like there's literally like if we think about the premier league clubs i know compared to the national league it's quite far down but how big that is and how like small that is but yeah like the atmosphere you get in that stadium even for a national league club and a league two club bouncing up Mm. on them um I think it's a very good um, stadium, and I think yeah, really too bad about it. Yeah. So, 
Moving on to the best atmosphere, I have to go with Torquay. Torquay home. Even though, I think, yeah, it was Boxing Day and we won 6-2. But the atmosphere was great because we just want to beat Torquay so bad and then we went and shoved it right in their faces and beat them 6-2. And it feels nice to beat, obviously, your rivals Torquay. And the atmosphere was bouncing there. The Thatcher stand was, even when we hadn't scored, they were all banging on the thing. It, it was great. So let's go with Toby. Are we away days? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any. I mean, a lot of people would say Torquay, but I'm going to go Solio. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was insane. I mean, you know, we had more away fans than home, and that pretty much just sums it all up, didn't it? Um. Yeah. yeah. Just they were rocking the whole game, you know. Yeah. Insane. Jamie? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think the same as you, Zavi. I think Torquay home. Especially, especially like, as soon as the first goal went in, everything went uphill from there. Even even when Torquay had scored their goal, the Thatcher stand was still bouncing. Everybody in the yeah. stadium was, was still really excited and joyful. I feel like my highest Yeah, I just feel like... Probably, exactly. I think so. Yeah, it was a good book. But, yeah. I remember me and my mum got really proud. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. the best home attendance. Yeah. No. I agree with you guys because I was watching the highlights when I was doing my research earlier and I was just like, wow, to beat our rivals by that much. Mm, by four goals. Like, every single time you go up against a rival, you want to win and you're going to battle. But, of course, we had to battle, otherwise we were going to lose. But, like, as soon as that yeah. first goal went in, like, I was when I was watching the highlights, the Thatcher's was just crazy. Like, even, yeah. even like, the um the, the tamborino stand, like, the, the, the few amounts of people that were in there, still crazy. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to the best team performance. I'm gonna go have to go against Wrexham, the game where Romeo Hutton played a blinder. Um it was yeah. it was the whole team played well. Luke yeah. Wilkinson made like so many challenges from the back and he won all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good free kick by Luke Wilkinson right in the left top ends. And yeah, I think everyone on the team played well that game, but uh, as I said, Romeo Hutton did like stand out. He was very good. All right. Uh, let's go, Jamie. Yeah, I think I'm going to say the same as last time. I think um, Torquay at home. Yeah. Just to score six goals. I don't think, like, the overall performance could have been better, but I just think scoring the six goals against your rival, that that was a pretty good game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I'll go away Torquay away. I mean, again, right yeah. now... You know, when when ten men down after you know whatever ten minutes or something, yeah, and then that. you know, defense mm-hmm. smacking the goal, the team were brilliant. The fans helped them out so much, yeah. and you know that goal, Reese Murphy is absolute limbs. Nels running down all the way to the pitch to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What game do you think was better, the home or away against Torquay? Away. Yeah, probably. 
Yeah, well, Noah? I thought, I think, I, I thought no one was going to use this one, but Toby's knocking. <laughs> After, <laughs> again, when I was doing my research, I watched that game as well. Um, uh, when I didn't, like, of course I saw on the score and the highlights who won. I saw the red card first, like, minutes. Or I was like, what? How do we win? And then when I don't even know anymore. I have no words. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the worst team performance. I'm going to go first again. I don't know why I keep on going first, but I am. Um, The worst team performance is... I can't remember. It was... It wasn't a cup game, but it was against one of the team in, in the league, like right down the bottom, like twenty second. And we drawn, we drawn nil nil. I think that was the game I got a selfie about. We spent. Yes, I think no, it might have been. I don't remember. It was a boring game. The team should have slotted away so many more, and those chances only came from like mess ups by their defense. Yeah, it just wasn't a good game, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I just didn't like it. All right. Moving on to, let's go, Toby. I've got to say, Harrogate away, 3-0. Oh, my God. <laughs> i stolen it again. That was shocking. Um, yeah, 3-0, Tuesday night, 200, about 200 fans made a trip down. I don't think they were the greatest. Oh, I didn't go for obvious reasons. But, you know, the team didn't play very well. They had, like, two shots. And that's for Ramal Hutton, so shows how good of a player is, but you know, yeah. for a 2 0 down half time, yeah. an awful game. Yeah. yeah. I'm listening to it. It's just. Yeah. Uh, Noah? For, against Hartlepool, 2 um, 2, Reese Murphy's red card. Um, that, you guys, it was um, this year, um, and the ref's decision on Reese Murphy's red card, I couldn't believe it. It was. He took yeah, it back, though, didn't yeah, he? But I'll... They took it. Two-two against Hartlepool. Mm. I didn't think. I was like, people are gonna win the game, but I don't care. That was like, first of all, them like the red card. Like, just he shouldn't even have made the tackle. I know he he um took back the red card, but oh, I don't even know. That's mm. Jamie. Yeah, for me, I've got to say, I've got to say, Hartlepool. Um, when we lost four one, just it didn't look like we were we we wanted to play. I feel like they they were more prepared than us. I think is probably the right word. They yeah. wanted it more than us. I think Joe thought it was going to be a walk in the park, but obviously wasn't, and obviously mm. had to bite them. But yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. So that wraps up. That is the end of the second podcast, and it's the first ever podcast with the whole team. And yeah, I really hope you enjoyed. There might so, be one tomorrow. Yeah. Thank. So thank you for all of you watching. And yeah. Bye.